Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Uh, what a brilliant series this has been so far between Australia and India, our, our women's team who have just been dominating the international stage for a long time. Started this series much in the same vein as they've been in every series, and that's well and truly on top. And then India uh, found another gear. They won the third one-day international, and uh, we've just seen a, a, a gripping test play out uh, on the Gold Coast. Rain interrupted. We've seen early declarations. We've seen some fantastic individual performances, and we've seen uh, history being made and records being set. Uh, and, of course, whenever there's history being made and records being set, you can bet your bottom dollar that Elise Perry's in the thick of it. And uh, she certainly was one of our greatest ever athletes, one of our greatest ever cricketers. She'd be good enough to jump on the line uh, from the sunny Gold Coast. Elise, hello to you. Nice to chat to you again. Oh, thanks very much for having me on. I uh, really appreciate it. Um, so this series, uh, it's been fascinating. Um, as I said in the intro, you guys, you know, win the first two one days and things are just status quo. And, and then all of a sudden... You, the streak comes to an end, um, and then the test match, India sort of, you know, probably had the better of it, if you can say that from a draw. It's, it hasn't been all your own way, but I've just got the feeling that you guys are loving that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been a, an absolutely wonderful series and, and really, really competitive um, against India. I think, you know, we've been really aware of them and I think just their, their, their rise um, on, the, on the global level in the last couple of got such a depth of skill and um, and so many players now that are just making their own mark again. So, yeah, having not played against them for, um, yeah, over a year now, um, knowing that they're coming out to Australia with a, a fairly good, um, you yeah, know, couple of series behind them in in recent past and um, that we we're going to get a pretty good challenge. So, um, yeah, it's been great and I think the team's really enjoying it. Um Absolutely, would love to to uh, won that last one day and and been in a more dominant position in the test, but it's been a. Uh it's been great. Uh, Elise, I, I, I might not be explaining this in the exact right way, and so forgive me if it's not completely accurate, but I think you'll know what I'm, I'm, I'm driving towards, that Cricket Australia sort of got ahead of the curve internationally when it came to the funding and the money that went into to women's cricket and making you guys full-time cricketers before. And whilst that might have been overdue um, in, in many um in many examples or in many ways, shapes or forms, it, compared to the rest of the world, it was ahead of schedule. You guys would have been aware, though, that when you do set the trend and you are trailblazers, people will come along that trail quite quickly. And have you guys been looking over your shoulder at some of the other nations going, OK, well, we can see that they're coming? And has India been one of those teams? Oh, certainly. I mean... There's been some wonderful history between ourselves and India um, for a number number of years now. I remember um, being pretty early in my teens and watching Australia and India playing um, World Cup final. It must have been in 2015. No, sorry, 2005 um, in South Africa. Um, so that's yeah, over 15 years ago now. And so they've always been you know a strong force as they rightly are in cricket. Um, but I, I do think you know. In the, in the last couple of years, the whole sport has certainly grown right around the world. Um, 
you know, the ICC have played a big role in, in trying to develop women's cricket in, in all its member nations. But, but yeah, I mean, if we could take a little bit of credit, um, I think ourselves and, and England as well have been really proactive in that space in terms of professionalising the game and giving more opportunities to not just like elite players, but also at the grassroots and pathways levels to make sure that we're developing you know young female cricketers so that's been awesome but um yeah i mean it, it definitely has brought the the whole sport along and um it's been really good to see that and you know india are, in a lot of ways are quite a scary pro- prospect in that sense just because of their their depth of, of, of playing numbers and the talent pool and um their you know their sheer love of the game as well um this test it's, uh, it had a bit of everything, didn't it? You, you, you're competing not just with each other, but with the elements. Um, a couple of storms that rolled through, so you got rain interruptions. And then um, India really did slow the, the, the tempo down in, in accumulating there. Uh, pretty impre- well, very impressive first innings. Um, and that drew some criticism from some. Uh, and But then the game got flipped on its head. I mean, the early declaration was, you know, a stroke of genius for, from you guys and and, uh, and then making sure that this was a game that at least you gave yourself every chance to get a result. And it's a sad part of four days that you weren't able to, to do that. But what was your – what's been the wash-up from your guys' perspective internally about the way that the test played out? Um. Yeah, it's, it, it's funny. I think every time we play a test, which is fairly infrequent at the moment, mm. that this it always sparks discussion, whether it's about um, potentially adding an extra day so that we play five days and not four. Um, I think a lot of the time it comes up about the venue and the conditions um, and whether that promotes a, the game moving forward quickly. Um, obviously, this time around, we, we got hampered a little bit by some pretty impressive storms on the Gold Coast, which, you know, probably in some we lost a full day play of cricket. Um, and then obviously just the, the infrequency of, of the games um, in terms of test matches and, and so the relative inexperience that we all have in playing that format. I think, um, yeah, it, I mean, this is the first summer since I've been involved in the sport that we've got a two-test summer um, mm. with the Ashes test next early next year as well against England. So, I think um, yeah, those conversations are going to become probably more and more important um, as we play more tests. And I think, you know, hopefully there's a really great vehicle to do that with this multi-format series where we play three one-days a test match and, and three T20s and, and all those games um, allocated points. And it's a point system at the end for whoever wins the series. Um, I think those things are, are really important that that hopefully we can bring to, to lots of visiting countries so that we play more test matches, we learn the craft a bit better. Um, yeah, and perhaps, you know, if we're playing one-off tests at an extra day, yeah, make well, sure that the yeah. venue is suitable. So, yeah, yeah, sorry, uh, I, I jumped in on you there. Uh, apologies. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more. It, it would seem just common sense to, to, to add that fifth day, especially if there's going to be one. But I really do like the, the format of the system, to, to have a country come out and say, righto, us against you in all three forms, winner takes all. I actually think it's the way that, that the tours should happen um, on both sides of the fence, men's and women's, because you do get to try each other out. Uh, and I know that there's that, that happens a, a, to a certain extent, but with the men's, but it's a bit different in that that's part of that series and that's part of that series and that's part of that series. For you guys, it's the overall series. It, whether or not they've got the makeup of the, the games right, whether it could be, you know, three one day as three tests and a, and a T20 or something like that, do you still love the actual idea of the format, but just maybe 
putting more tests in and, and less somewhere else? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think given the relevance and the importance that limited overs cricket has played in the women's game, um, I think at yeah. the moment the, the balance is, is right um, in terms of that. I, as I, I think... You know, this is the first time I've ever played India in a test. Um, we often only play an Ash, one Ashes test every two years. So I think if we can just play more test matches by adding them into every series that we play against whatever team we're playing against from around the world, um, that's going to enhance it. And then I suppose if you're able to do that and, and see where that takes women's test match cricket, you might then be able to incorporate more tests into the series and, and have three, three and three or um, whatever it looks like. Because, yeah, I totally agree. I love the multi-series, uh, multi-format series because it really tests teams across all formats and, and kind of accumulates into, you know, who is the most consistent and most applied team across across cricket, not just one format of the game. Um yeah, so, I mean, it's a really cool evolving space and I think hopefully there'll be some really good balances that we find in, in you know, the near future. Uh, I know you're not one to talk about your own personal accolades, Elise Perry, but when you do something that uh, no other Australian cricketer has been able to do, and that's join the 5,000-run 300-wickets club, you became the, the third Aussie woman of 300-wickets, but you became the first Aussie uh, overall to ever achieve that 5,000-run 300-wickets. And when you look at the names that have achieved that, Botham, Dev, Khan, Akram, Callis, Jai, Saria, Pollock, Afridi, Vittori, um, that's a pretty illustrious company. How does that record uh, sit with you from a personal point of view? Uh, oh, uh, I haven't really thought about it, to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it probably shows that I've, I've been around for a little while now. Um, I think this is my 14th or 15th season. You're too <laughs> humble. That's not what it yeah, shows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> Um, what does it mean? Bit, I'm <laughs> old. No, that's not what it means, Elise Perry. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it feels. <laughs> uh, um, no, like, yeah, look, I'm really chuffed to have, I guess, had that opportunity over a, a long period of time and, and being able to contribute at various points to the team and, and even just, you know, probably more than anything, just being a part of this era of, of, of you know, women's cricket, but yeah. I think women's sport too, where it's just become such a bigger part of, of our landscape and there's so many amazing opportunities I think every every year it's just a little bit more exciting and something new develops and um, it's certainly motivating to be around so um, yeah I feel very lucky is it true uh, and I'll and I'll and I'll stop directing all the attention onto you in just a moment we'll get back to the rest <laughs> of the series but is it true that you were offered one of the stumps at the end of the completion of that test and you said no give it to Stella Campbell because she got her first wicket um, oh, I think it was it was the the match ball um, at the end of might have been the first innings, um, and that was really cool to see Stell get her first. Oh, she got a couple of, of wickets in, yeah. the end in that inning and just bowled bowled house. And I think she's she definitely bowled the scariest ball I've ever seen bowled in women's cricket um, from around the wicket and bowled this bouncer straight past um, one of the Indian batters uh, face, basically, and that was pretty intimidating. So I thought she better keep the ball, otherwise um, she'll get me back in the nets later. Uh, no, that's a beautiful moment, and she'll never forget that, and she won't ever forget the generosity yeah, of your good self as well. Hey, I noticed you used the term batters, and that's been uh, on the agenda for a while. That it, I, I, I just sort of when it when it got announced, I realised that I'd been doing it subconsciously 
anyway, that's not a, a brag or anything like that, but it's it just I try to figure out what I said, uh, and I realised that I'd probably been saying batters for a while. Is it is it the right move now that we're, um, as I said, we've got we've got two um, teams uh, in our in our Australian cricket set up, and 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 so too to many of the Test playing nations around the world. Um, is, is batters the right uh, phrasing, or it didn't worry you either way? <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I must admit, like, I mean, growing up, um, playing, playing cricket, I played most of my, um, club cricket with the boys as a kid and, um, never really thought about it. Um, I think it's always sort of a little bit more to do with, I guess, the intent behind the word or, um, or, you know, just the way that, that people actually, you know, look at, look at the sport or, or look at who's doing it. And I think, you know, all in all, it, it, it Sometimes those kind of gestures are important just to, I guess, um, rejig or spark awareness. But sometimes too, like you know, if someone was to call me a batsman, it wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me. I'm, I'm sure I've called myself that um, at, at different points in time. But um, it is nice, I guess, just to know that it's a, it's an inclusive landscape and mm. everyone's very much encompassed in that. And um, yeah, it's been cool to see that sort of just those little changes over. Over a, yeah, a little period where we've just been really fortunate to see the growth of the sport. I think it's a great point. It doesn't do it doesn't harm anybody who's already involved in cricket. But what it does say to, to people who might be having a look at it is is to it's a it's suggested not that gesture is a bit flippant. Sorry, I didn't mean that. But it is a, a, something significant to say. This is a welcoming space to you. So if you know if it doesn't change it really for 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 the the diet in the wool it doesn't it, and it won't have any effect on my life and it shouldn't have any effect on anybody else's who's grown up with it being batsman but it can make a massive difference to to a new generation yeah i think so and like one of the um the coolest things at the moment is that um yeah i've noticed this particularly with um WBBL tournaments over the summer is um at the end of the game you know it was sort of kids and families will stick around to, to meet the girls and, and um you know watch their favorite their favorite teams and undoubtedly I, I mean it's very even between how many young boys and young girls are there at the ground waiting for an autograph um at the end of the match from their favorite players and I think you know 10 years down the track when those kids are you know sort of 18 19 20 and um yeah, making their own decisions about um, lots of things, and it'll just be so commonplace that that women's sport, I guess, has equal billing um, and is just as entertaining and just as an enjoyable product to go along and watch, and um, just as accessible as well. So I think those kinds of things are really exciting for the future. Well, Elise Perry, we've got halfway through the questions that I had to ask you, but we've we've gone on a long time, uh, and I've gone well over my allocated, and I, I thank you for that, and we'll save those ones uh, for another time. But thank you so much. It's great to chat to you again. Good luck with the T20s to come. You guys need to win two. They need to win three. Look like it's going down to the wire, and uh, we're really enjoying the series so far. Good luck with the rest of it. Oh, thanks so much. I think that was my fault for waffling on. No, that's time, great. I, I enjoyed the chat. So me thanks too. For having me. Thank you. <laughs> Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.